Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another very special edition of Ignite Radio Live over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio. And tonight, a very special edition because we're going to take you live to the most recent ablaze that took place at Regina Chaley Parish. Uh, just a few days ago, um, you're going to hear tonight some marvelous teaching by Patrick Rice that really uh, opens the door for us to understand the fullness of the Holy Spirit that God desires for us in the fullness of our Catholic faith. You're going to hear some uh, captive testimonials, very short little one to two minute testimonials from people who volunteered to share examples of the Holy Spirit alive in your life. And I think you're going to be quite amazed to hear these. We didn't expect them. They weren't part of the plan, which makes it even more beautiful that they came from folks who happen to be sitting in the seats, as they say, uh, to emphasize truly that the Holy Spirit is not a special property of these special people who happen to write books and happen to be on stage. But guess what? By virtue of us being baptized, God wants to do powerful things with us. You're going to hear some powerful music that leads us into the time of worship before the Blessed Sacrament, and really some beautiful prayer led by Father John Miller, the pastor of Regina Chaley. So if you want to find out more about this wonderful breaking out of the Holy Spirit in this Catholic faith of ours, go to massimpact.us. Our byline that we use, we're not another program, a way of life in Jesus Christ. It's really what we're all about. We're at the service of personal, family, and parish discipleship. And uh, perhaps you may be interested in your parish having a core team like the 12 disciples with the pastor, not just being emptied and filled, but so much that it overflows to your parish community, and even more that your community becomes a city on the hill, a light to the nations, if you will, a light to those people around your community. God wants to do this. Can't say it strongly enough. God wants to do it. And in spite of our doubts, in spite of our fears, he's going to work with that. So if that interests you, if it's not happening to the degree that you know in your heart it's meant to happen, I really encourage you to, again, check out massimpact.us. Send us an email, alive at massimpact.us. And uh, we just look forward to partnering all the more with you folks in this region of Northwest Ohio to really see God's, uh, his kingdom come among us. Let's keep lifting that up in prayer. With no further ado, be ablaze. Good evening, everybody. Who wants to more fully encounter the great love of God here tonight? That was the young person. Come on. You guys have been on this planet a little bit longer than the young whippersnapper in the back. Right? So who wants to more fully encounter an outpouring of the Holy Spirit tonight? Who knows that God has them here tonight for a reason? Who anticipates God's work in their life tonight? Who needs God's work in their life tonight? I see a lot of hands, and it really should be all of us. Who thought that this was bingo night, and you're entirely wondering why you're here? Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to invite Father John Miller, the wonderful pastor of this great parish, to uh, welcome us here. So you got to come and say a word or something. Tell one of your favorite jokes. I don't know. We love Father John Miller. So a warm round of applause for Father John and Regina Chaley. Thank you for coming, number one. And uh, I hope all of us have a very spiritual, um, very fruitful, and joyful evening, all of us here together. So maybe we'll just start with a very simple prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Very simple, very powerful together. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And so very happy to, to Greg and all of his people who come here this evening. And somebody was asking, we haven't done one of these things. They said we might do more of these in the future. So looking for your feedback when we're all done. Thank you, Father John. So every night like tonight, every night like tonight is a journey. And it's good with a journey to try to reach people where they may be at. And so i got to really reach deep into my most pagan, secular roots. How many of you guys know the rock band, The Who? Come on, The Who. How many? Yes, exactly. Not Doctor Who, rock band, The Who. So one of their great songs is simply called, Who Are You? And it's, you don't have to sing it, that's fine. One of the fundamental questions is raised by that. You also hear a similar appeal to identity, to identity, who are we, in that great musical Les Mis. How many of you are familiar with Les Mis? Who am I? Two, four, six, oh. <clears throat> okay, last one, Q. One, who am I? Two, four, six, oh. Okay, one. All right. Anyways, he became a number as a convict, and through tremendous transformation, he came to discover his identity. So identity. Now, when I was a kid, I had people that I admired, and I wanted to maybe be like. And when you're really little, you don't really realize that maybe you can't be a puppy dog kind of thing. You aspire when you're two years old, I want to be a doggy, you know. Or when I was really got a little bit older, you know, it was Chuck Norris. Come on, guys. How many of you ever want to be like Chuck Norris? Put your hand in the air, Chuck Norris, yep. How many of you women aspired to have the voice of Julie Andrews, Sound of Music? Come on, yes. Thank you. And so you may think of the power of a Julie Andrews. How cool would it be if you could sing like her and if I could do Chuck Norris, right? They wouldn't need to put a wall up at the border of Mexico. Just put me right there. I'll take care of the whole thing, right? Save a lot of money. Um, but today in the second reading... God of the universe tells us who we are, doesn't he? He says, you are temples of God. You are temples of the Holy Spirit. Now, often that thought glosses over us, but what is God? Who is God in the Holy Spirit? He created the whole universe. He is all-powerful. He is the great healer, the great transformer. He wants to manifest his power, and he says to us in the second reading today, that you and me are his temples. He wants to work wonders through you and me. We are called to be wonder workers by virtue of being sons and daughters of God. Amen? Amen. Now, the enemy who doesn't like that gig because he rebelled against it because he looked ahead in time and he saw what God was going to do, even though he was Lucifer, he was uh, Lord over music, he was Lord over things of the eyes, Lucifer, light, so things seen and things heard, he looked ahead in time and he saw you and me and he said, oh, gasped, God became like you and like you and like you and like me. Not only that, God took on yours and my flesh and blood and died for us. So tonight, we're simply opening the door to more fully seek his grace to become what we are, temples of the Holy Spirit. And that means a little bit of diminishment of all those false other things 
that tell you what you ought to be and need to be. It means they need to diminish. It means we need to recognize at the outset that these other things that say you are a this or you aspire to be that, whatever it is, they need to subside because we know that they don't promise fulfillment. Only your nature of being a temple of the Holy Spirit and our awakening to that is going to fill our hearts and our minds. Amen? Amen. So I'm actually going to hold off on worship in the interest of time, and it'll be all the more powerful when we begin uh, very shortly. But I want to do a little bit of a one-minute testimonial thing. I'm inviting some of you to simply, if the Holy Spirit has manifest himself in a miraculous way, and I'm going to cut you off, so you're going to have to keep it super tight. Like I'm saying 30 seconds, but one minute, I'm going to have to cut you off. So I'm looking for a very distinct testimonies from this group of God's miraculous power. So you can know that this is not just whoever is speaking tonight, wonderful guest, Patrick Rice and others with us, but you can know that this power is by virtue of your identity that we all share. So can I get some volunteers? All right. I'm going to go to the back. I come to you. Let's have a hand for... Olivia, Olivia Greco. Okay, Olivia Greco. Time is counting down. Okay. You get to hold it. Okay. I just want to encourage all of you guys tonight. If you're coming to receive prophetic gifts, it was on my birthday, October 19th. I was at a conference in Philadelphia, and I've never received prophetic words. And I know people like Patrick and a lot of other powerful people were with me. And I was like, gosh, I'm never going to receive these words. It was less than, I don't know, like six months ago. And then right after I said that, someone prayed over me and denounced that fear. And I gave some of the most powerful prophetic words I've given ever since this, ever since like today, like right now. So I just want to encourage you if you have any doubt, to dispel that because the Lord can work through you no matter who you are. Okay, cool. Wow, great example setter. John Paul, thanks for having your hand in the air. This young whippersnapper. This is whippersnapper central control. Great testimonials from young church. How awesome. No, I'm picking you. One minute or less. Um, so last ablaze, I've been to Ignite experiences in the past and I've had past experiences of praying over others. Um, but Father Matthias Thalen, um, who was the kind of guest, um, amazing priest last time, um, he kind of invited me to pray over others during a blaze. And during this time, I saw a woman come towards me, and immediately I was hoping that she wasn't coming towards me because I knew that I would have to pray over her and likely for some physical healing and I was scared because I did not want to disappoint. But um, as I was becoming fearful, um, I just recently read through the Chronicles of Narnia with my spiritual director, and there's this one part that always sticks out to me, and that's um, after a big battle in Prince Caspian, Aslan comes to Prince Caspian and asks him, are you ready to be king of Narnia? And he says, no, I'm too young, I'm only a boy. And Aslan responds to him and he says, that's what makes you ready because you are not yet ready. Um, and so that's what really hit me um, real hard in the heart. Um, and just as I was praying over her, I knew that it was the spirit and I opened myself to the spirit um, and this woman was healed. And so I just invite you all tonight to be open, to let the spirit lead. Thank you. Awesome. Any others? Brother Steve. 
So uh, I um, I felt inspired to start praying for people for healing and evangelization specifically. And Patrick here prayed over me for impartation. And since that time, I've had impartation from Father Matthias and uh, many other people. So Patrick tonight is going to be speaking a little bit about impartation. I, I want to tell you that um, before people prayed for me for the gift of healing, I was very not very fruitful. After, um, to date, just in the, maybe in the last six months, I've had many miracles, um, some extraordinary. Uh, prayed for a woman with a birth defect. She had one leg that was two inches shorter than the other. It instantly grew two inches. She's had medical, medical ver verification on that one. A lady who had incurable thrombosis uh, was cured. A uh, man with uh, a crooked, uh, lazy eye was instantly healed. Um, uh, a lady who had severe, she was legally blind, prayed for her, and she got 80% um, of her sight back. And God is real. He exists. And we'll be praying for all of you tonight and for more of the Holy Spirit. So just be, have expectant faith you're going to receive. One more. I see Barbara. We're going to do one more. Um, repeat after me. This is Catholic. God wants, God wants to heal for his glory. This is Catholic. God wants to heal. God wants to manifest his power for his glory. Not for sensationalism, not for us just to be spectators. We're all going to die one day. We're all going to suffer. God allows that to happen for his glory also. But he wants to manifest his power to a world that needs to know God. Does the world need to know God? Yes. Amen. I'm going to bring my brother Patrick Rice up here. And um, before you extend your hand in blessing, um, he's a wonderful husband, number one called the image of the Trinity, and you all know if you have the audacity to live your sacramental marriage, you will under, come under attack because it's God's means of making love known. And so his primary mission is wife, and he lives it beautifully. And his six beautiful kids, because love and life, it's meant to overflow, right? So the beauty of those, like I said, five kids. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I was poor, consul, poor consultation. You're off the cabinet. Sorry. Um, bad joke. Uh, so, um, and he's the, he, he's the uh, director of youth ministry at St. Patrick's downtown Columbus, a beautiful community of Dominicans. And he's a leader of a ministry called Encounter, um, where they really open their hearts and minds to God's grace pouring forth and healing. And they've done a number of these events with Aaron, unfortunately, is not able to be with us. Aaron Richards, Father Matthias Thalen, very much connected to CYSC, Dan Demite, Peter Herbeck, wonderful folks. We feel very blessed to have this, to have this brother in Christ with us. So raise your hand. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, pour forth your spirit right now into the mind and heart, continue to flood him, Patrick. Flood him, Lord Jesus, with, with your wisdom from on high and the specific word that you have for us right now. And avail our hearts right now, Lord. Speak to us personally through him. Speak directly to us, Lord God. We avail our hearts and our minds to you with confidence that you, you want to work, you want to move, you want to speak. You want us to walk through a door and lock it 
and look ahead to the road ahead of us and never look back. Open that door tonight, God, of grace in your spirit to live more fully this great life you have for us. And thank you for our brother being here with us. We say this in your name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Greg. Let's give it up for Greg. What an awesome father figure you guys have around here. Um, yeah, this is awesome. One of my favorite, um, I grew up uh, Catholic. I've been Catholic my whole life. Two of my uncles are priests. My father's a deacon. And um, the only thing I ever wanted to see growing up, I, I read the lives of the saints, and there always be stories of amazing miracles, like St. Anthony bringing you know, people back from the dead, amazing miracles that would convert whole towns and villages. And I would ask my parents, hey, where's this happening? And they'd be like, well, this one saint, someone prayed to a saint and it happened one time. And, but I never ran into stories of people actually doing the things that Jesus did, the things that the apostles did. And I, like, I had this desire to be a superhero of the faith, but I, I didn't see anything around me. And I ended up falling away. I'm going to tell you a little bit of my story in the parish. But basically, there's a, a one verse in the Bible that completely challenged me after I came back to the faith. It's John 14, 12. Jesus said, amen, amen. If you believe in me, raise your hand if you believe in Jesus. Anybody? Okay, we're all good. If you believe in me, you will do the works that I do and greater works because I'm going to the Father. Wow. Jesus promises that if we believe in him, we can do what he did and greater things. He wants, he wants the ceiling, like the greatest thing that he did, his ceiling, to be our floor, that we can walk on the greatest things that he did. And he wants us to eclipse him. And the purpose of my life is to try and see what that looks like in however many days I have. So um, I'm super thankful because one of the things we're going to be praying for that actually makes the works of Jesus possible and even greater works is the grace of baptism of the Holy Spirit. Raise your hand if you're familiar with this phrase, baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's simply the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that the apostles received at Pentecost. That the same Holy Spirit that Jesus received, the apostles received, and God wants you to receive. Pope Francis said this last summer. He said, to, the, to, to leaders in evangelization. Quote, I hope that you will share with all in the church the grace of baptism of the Holy Spirit. I hope that you will share with all the church the grace of baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is the fire of God's love. It's the, the baptism, the filling of the Holy Spirit that fills us, empowers us to do the works of Jesus, to do the signs, wonders, and miracles, okay? Uh, what I want to do right now is just talk for 10 minutes about two things that get in the way from us receiving the filling of the Holy Spirit. And the two things are fear and confusion. If you've got fear or confusion about this, it can be a block, all right? And the first thing I want to talk about is um, confusion. There's a lot of misconceptions, okay? Um, a lot of them can be popular or based upon various um, circumstances. But sometimes when, the, um, when, you, when people experience outpouring of the Holy Spirit, sometimes manifestations of the Holy Spirit happen. By manifestations, I mean people have been known to fall, laugh uncontrollably, might sway 
or even shake uncontrollably. This stuff looks weird on the outside. Nod your head if you're with me, okay? And then you think to yourself, wait a minute, is this biblical? Is this Catholic? Is this demonic? I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. My confusion is turning me off to any, anything like this. What I want to do is I want to go through a few scriptures, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, of the Holy Spirit's effect on human beings, okay? The first one I have is actually from the book of Ezekiel, and I'm going to read it for you right now. So the only people in the Old Testament that experienced the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon them were the prophets, okay? Tell your neighbor that we are a for-profit church. We are for prophets, okay? Yeah, thank you. So Ezekiel the prophet, um, this is what happened. God called him in, in Ezekiel chapter 3, God called Ezekiel to go out onto the plain. And when he got to the plain, Ezekiel said this, quote, this is verse 23. And behold, as I came on the plain, the glory of the Lord was there. And like the glory I saw on the river Shabar, and I fell to my face. Ezekiel goes out to where God called him to be. How many of you have been called here? Awesome. Okay, so you've been called here. And then he, he encounters the glory of the Lord. And when he encounters the glory of the Lord, boom, he falls flat on his face. Number one. In Daniel chapter 10, Daniel's walking along with a bunch of other uh, friends, and he has a, this prophetic vision where he encounters God, and every, no one can see God around him, but they're all filled with fear, like the fear of the Lord. All of, all of his friends run away, and then he has this vision, okay? And in the vision, as it happens, he says this, I lost all my strength I went pale. In verse 9, as soon as I heard the sound of his words, I fell into a deep sleep, and I fell straight on my face on the ground. A hand touched me and set me shaking on my hands and knees. So Daniel, the prophet, he encounters God, and he falls down on his face, loses all of his strength, falls down on his face, and then he, fe he feels a hand touch him, and he starts shaking uncontrollably. Third Old Testament example, the prophet Jeremiah, he had it really bad. He had to deliver some bad news. But in one verse, Jeremiah actually describes what it's like to have the Holy Spirit poured out upon you. And he shares it. And by the way, I think it is so amazing that we, as people living in the New Covenant, all get to experience what only a few people did over the course of thousands of years to experience the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon their flesh. Jeremiah said, this is what it's like. Uh, this is Jeremiah 23, verse 9. My heart is broken within me. All my bones shake. I have become like a drunken man, even like a man overcome by wine because of the Lord and his holy words. I'll read that again. My heart is broken within me. All my bones shake. I have become like a drunken man and like a man overcome by wine because of the Lord and his holy words. What happened on the day of Pentecost? Jesus said, wait and pray. You're going to receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. And we know that as they're gathered together in that place, a noise like a driving wind came. Tongues like fire rested upon their head. 
They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. And they went out from that place and a whole crowd had gathered. And do you know what they said? The bystanders looking in there said they were perplexed, confused, bewildered. And they even said to themselves, they must be drunk. They've had too much new wine. Just like alcohol affects people in different ways, so does the Holy Spirit, when he touches you, when you're filled with the new wine of the Holy Spirit, affect you in different ways. So just like, and then Peter says this, he says, these men are not drunk as you suppose because it's only nine o'clock in the morning. But what happened is the fulfillment of the prophet Joel, that in the last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And so Peter says, no, they're not drunk. They may look drunk to you. They may have all these manifestations of drunkenness, but they're not drunk with wine. They've been filled with the Holy Spirit. And just like alcohol affects different people in different ways, the Holy Spirit can affect us in different ways. So I'm sharing this with you tonight because St. Paul in Ephesians 5.18, he said, guys, do not get drunk on wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus, what was his first miracle? He turned water into wine. Do you think he was trying to show us something? He said, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. We have to receive new wineskins, and then we can receive the new wine. This outpouring of the Holy Spirit is the new wine. So really quick tonight, I just want to let you know, we are going to be praying for outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We're going to be praying for impartation of power gifts so that you can um, do signs, wonders, and miracles like Jesus did. That's all going to happen, but I want to let you know is that manifestations of the Holy Spirit are actually very common when this happens. It was common for the apostles, and it happened. At the same time, I want to let you know, not everyone experiences manifestations. I've been with Steve. who shared, Steve has had countless uh, healing miracles follow his life. I've never seen the guy fall over when he's been receiving prayer. Not everyone does that. Um, the most common manifestation that people experience is peace. You're receiving prayer, you're asking for more of God, and you're just experiencing peace. Meanwhile, the guy over here is shaking, is just is going crazy, and he's being touched by the power of God, and here you're over here being touched by God's peace, and you think, is there something wrong with me? The answer is no, because the Prince of Peace is the same as the God of power. Same God. So tonight, when, we, when we're praying, if you're experiencing peace, you're experiencing the same God. And the gifts of the Spirit and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit are received in faith. So we don't look for manifestations to confirm whether or not the Holy Spirit touched me tonight. Can, you, can we all agree on that? Is that okay? Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. The second block I want to talk about is uh, fear. And it's this question. What if God doesn't want to fill me? What if God doesn't want to fill me? To, what if tonight's not my night? Pope Benedict said this, he said, Jesus' ultimate purpose in his ministry was that we might be filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit. God desires to fill you. You don't have to earn it, it's because of who you are. And guess what? We need to be filled a lot. Like St. Paul said, don't get drunk on wine, be filled with the Holy Spirit, with songs, hymns, and spiritual, spiritual songs. Because we leak we leak his presence where we go and we need to be refilled again and again. So my final word tonight 
Don't let the fear of and the lie that God doesn't want to touch me tonight. God doesn't want to give me new gifts because if you ask, you receive. And it's not about manifestations. Yes, they happen. I feel like if, if you might have had a, a messed up mindset where this isn't legit or biblical or real. No, it is. I went through the scriptures there. So you have permission to let God do it. And what, when we enter into prayer tonight, there's two positions you don't want to be. Imagine a car. I drive an automatic car. All right. Transmission. If I put myself in park, I'm not going anywhere, even if you get outside and try to push it, right? But if I put it in drive, I'm going to make myself go forward. Those are two things we don't want to do when we're receiving prayer tonight. You don't want to put yourself in park, and you're not going to be able to be moved by anyone or anything. But you don't want to put yourself in drive and make yourself move forward. You have to let God move you forward. What you need to do tonight when we pray is put, 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 put the car in neutral, let God touch you. Let God be God. And that let the fruit flow in the days and times that come. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to pray. And then are we going to head over, Greg? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I just declare in the name of Jesus, I break the lie that God doesn't want to fill each and every person here. Father, I just declare that you have chosen, qualified, and desired to fill everyone here that is hungry with the power, presence, and purpose that you've given us. And Jesus, you're present, you are, you're, the presence of God is God. So Father, I pray that your presence would just come into this room right now. I pray that your, the presence of God would just continue to fill the church, would flow from the altar like the river and just go all the way through that place. I pray, Father, that people will be healed tonight before anyone lays hands on them. I thank you for everything you're going to do. And I ask you to continue to break down walls. And I pray this all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You're attuned to a very special edition of Ignite Radio Live over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio. We are listening to a very powerful encounter called Ablaze. For more information, go to massimpact.us. Are you hurting and broken by the
come before you, God, hurting and broken within, overwhelmed by the weight of our sin, but you call us. You've been summoning us, Lord, and we do come forward to you to lay our lives down in ways that we know, Lord, but perhaps even more in ways that we don't know, parts of us that we didn't even know we needed to surrender we're going to sing again that refrain, O come to the altar. Let's not just sing words tonight, or it's not a sing-along, it's not going through motions, it's not worrying what the person to the left or the right of you thinks or anybody else. This is your sacred, intimate time with God as a community, yes, but dispel whatever reservations or doubts that you have and open up your heart to receive the great love that your Father has for you, his beloved tabernacle, his beloved temple.
before you, Lord Jesus. We ask that this evening of prayer that you might help us understand how truly, amazingly, each of us have been blessed. Simply to be in your presence. Simply to know you, O oh Lord, and to be filled with your Holy Spirit. And so we pray here this evening that each of us may realize simply being here with you is the greatest of all gifts. The greatest of all fruits of the Holy Spirit is to be in your presence. And we ask that as we are here this evening, as maybe we doubt that, that you help us with the gift of faith, that first gift we receive in baptism, the faith to truly believe you are here, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And then as we begin to believe, Lord, that we might encounter you more and more here this evening, but every moment, every day of our lives. And as we look forward to being with you for all of eternity, with the angels and saints.
to a very special edition of Ignite Radio Live over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio. We are listening to a very powerful encounter called Ablaze. For more information, go to massimpact.us. sense of limitation, God, for you fashioned us of the stuff of the Trinity, of your very nature, you fashioned us in your love. And our spirits cry out to you who fashioned us, God, to break out, God, to break out in our minds, to break out in our hearts. Come, Holy Spirit. You're the answer to every need, Lord God. Come, Holy Spirit. You're the answer to every question. Come, Holy Spirit break out in our hearts in this place right now.
you have given yourself completely entirely shame and suffering pierced by our sins yet loving us still through this we see Lord Jesus as we kneel before you a love beyond our imagination so here this evening we pray the Holy Spirit may help us to respond to this love the love of our own hearts and minds the sacrifice of ourselves, when needed, where needed, as you call us to bring your truth, your mercy, your grace, and your goodness into our world. Let us, Lord, be your hands, responding to you in the way you have given yourself to us. Guided by Father John's heart leading us to you, Jesus, for uh, Patrick teaches a little more and sets the stage for an even deeper encounter. We're going to sing to you, Jesus, the truth that we're no longer a slave to fear. We're going to declare it in this worship, God, that I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am child of God. Just speak that with me right now before we sing it. Let's just look to Jesus. Be mindful of him and his power. Be mindful of his presence. And whatever stands in the way of your life right now, whatever barricades uh, keeps that Niagara Falls of grace from flowing.
tuned to a very special edition of Ignite Radio Live over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio. We are listening to a very powerful encounter called Ablaze. For more information, go to massimpact.us. Yeah. 